um, I kind of got tired of being a part of the problem and just sitting back and whinging, you know, with the other coaches yeah. or the other people like, yeah. oh, look, they should have done this. They should have done that. I thought, yeah. well, stuff it. I might actually try and do something that, you know, um, helps. And, yeah. uh, and, and so we started. Welcome to the Swim.Rocks podcast, a show that shares ideas, information and inspiration between swimming people who stay dry. On today's episode, I am talking to the host and creator of the Off The Block Swimming podcast, Robbie Cox. I chat to him about his coaching career, welcoming his daughter into the world, and of course, his amazing podcast. Enjoy. G'day everyone, welcome to this episode of Swim.Rocks, and today it is Mano Imano, interviewer, interviewer, and podcaster, a podcaster. I don't know Spanish at all. I hope I got all that right. <laughs> it is from Off the Block Swimming Podcast, Robbie Cox. How are you, mate? Mate, I'm very good. Um, I've just had a couple of coffees, so I'm ready to rumble. And um, I'm actually looking forward to not, you know, being the guy that's running the show for once and not looking down at my sheet and knowing where we're heading. And mate, I'm in your hands today, so I'm, I'm looking yeah, man, forward just, to it. Just sit back, relax. And I see you, <laughs> got, a new car- I do. I'm a bit you got a Newcastle Knights hat on. I do have a Newcastle Knights. If um, I can't <clears throat> pan the camera around too much, but I have a jersey behind me as well, signed and <clears throat> from back in the day when Wayne Bennett was there. So yeah, Newcastle yeah. Knights fan. Are you from Newcastle? Not at all. So no. um, <laughs> <laughs> the backstory of that very quickly is that my dad's a big Manly fan. So oh, right. uh, 1997 um, grand final and, um, you know, I like to give my dad a bit of a uh, stick. So yeah. when he was going for Manly, I went for Newcastle and yeah. blow me down. Newcastle won. And that was like, obviously for a lot of people out there, like the biggest grand final ever. So yeah. Ever since then, I've been a Knights fan. So no, awesome. Man. I've made a, many I'm treks a, up the yeah. coast. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm a Tigers fan, so it's been we've been in development for. Yeah, we've each got our issues. Years. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. Anyway, let's get on. Let's get uh, back to serious business. Um, first question I want to ask you is, how long have you been involved with swimming? Because you are a swim coach yourself, aren't you? May I am. I. Um, it's funny. I hadn't thought about it until I looked at your question. So I think it's about 25 years in in terms of being involved. So from yeah, a swimmer wow. in, into a coach. Um, and I, I started swimming a little bit later in my career. So maybe oh, career, it wasn't hardly a career, uh, like maybe nine or 10. And then, um, you know, I made it to gold squad by the age of like 13 and, um, I, I trained at Campbelltown. So, um, back then, you know, there was a big squad out there at, at Campbelltown. Alan Thompson was the head coach and he was on the Australian team as well. Um, and, and he, we had Jim Piper and Felicity Galvez and yeah, wow, Amanda yeah. Pasco and uh, Matthew Hall and um, open water um, world champion uh, Mark Saliba as well. Um, so yeah, big, big squad out there. And I certainly did not belong. Um, <laughs> I was, <laughs> I did not belong a part of that. And that's probably why, you know, three or four months later I was out of there. So yeah, wow, <laughs> went, yeah. went back to silver squad and, um, you know, my coaching career started not long after that, but yeah, I've been around swimming for a long time. Yeah. Wow. Um, let's get on to your coaching career. Actually. Why did you choose to become a coach? Um, you know, I know that, you know, myself being a former swimmer as well, you know, definitely still in love with the sport and that's why I went into coaching. Is your story a bit similar? Yeah, I think so. I think I've always enjoyed being a part of a team um, and, and being a part of that team building um, aspect of stuff as well. And I think Campbelltown did that really well. I think they still do it really well, Justin. 
um, bastard still he looks younger than me and he used to coach me so every time I see my <laughs> pool deck I still look at everything get him go uh, but you know they're still doing it. and I think that's a major part of what you know got me into coaching was you know being a part of the team and uh, I used to uh, go on a Friday afternoon before swim club and and help um, the the kids with you know pace clocks or if you need a kickboard I grab a kickboard and all that yeah. sort of stuff I wasn't getting paid for it I just helped before yeah right swim club started and obviously somebody noticed that because one afternoon after um, a silver squad session um, Al got me out of the pool and and said I just wanted to know if you're interested in coaching I said oh yeah hundred percent I'll do it and he goes we'll pay you and I was like oh all right that's fine <laughs> in my head I'm like I would have done it for free like I yeah. didn't even think this was an option <laughs> yeah it was going to be a job so. Um, and it just started from there. I think I was at Campbelltown for about three years. Um, and then, you know, once I finished high school, um, you get the, the speech from mum and dad, right? You get a, you got to get a haircut and get a real job. So coaching is yeah. not a real job. That's what they tell you. <laughs> um, and so I started doing a little, you know, a few other things um, for probably a year. And then just, yeah, I couldn't help myself. I, I miss being around the team. I miss being around yeah. swimming and the sport. And um, I, I moved up uh, to Roseland. So Breakers, the old Breakers Swim Club, which isn't there anymore. Um, right. Okay. It merged into where I am now with St. George and a few other clubs. But Right. Yeah. Um, and started coaching with a, a great coach, uh, Cole Robson there at, at Roseland. So, I mean, the story goes on and on and on. I don't want to bore you, but that's probably how it, yeah. it all started anyway. Yeah. So how many years has that been since you've been you know, on the stopwatches next year will be 20 years. So yeah. Wow. Um, people don't really believe it cause I'm not that old. I mean, I feel older, as a, <laughs> especially as a coach, you know, it takes its toll on you, but, um, yeah, 20 years next year. So it's been a long time, but it's been enjoyable. Like, um, it's super cliche to say it, but you know, if you find a job that you love, you'll never work a day in your life. And I think yeah. that's kind of the way it is with coaching. I think most coaches out there would say the same thing. Not that we don't have our moments, right? Like yeah. I'm sitting in a bar area right now. I probably wouldn't need the bar area if, it <laughs> wasn't a, if I wasn't a coach, but, um, you know, I love it. So yeah, I wouldn't yeah. want to be doing anything else. Yeah. hundred percent agree with you. All right. So we've talked about the coaching side. Let's have a talk about the podcast side. All yeah. right. Tell us a little bit about your podcast off the blocks. Well, mate, it was, it was something that was kind of born out of frustration. Um, I, I don't know about for yourself and it'd be interesting to get your take on, you know, why you wanted to get into sort of stuff like that. Again, here's the podcast. Yeah. Out <laughs> throw questions back at you. But, yeah. you know, for me, it was, it was out of frustration with, you know, I grew up in an era where the stands were packed, you know, when, when, and I wasn't in the pool by you, I was in the stands yeah, with yeah. everyone watching the yeah. swimmers, but it was packed, you know, I remember yeah. going to a duel in the pool meet, I think it was 2007, Australia versus uh, America and, and Michael yeah. Phelps was Was that the there one in and, Canberra, was it? Or? No, no, this was at Homebush. This oh, is right, the one okay. where Libby Trickett went 52.99, for a first woman ever under 53. Oh, right. Okay. And it wasn't it wasn't recognized because it was the lead off swim for a mixed relay. So oh, they, no. they, yeah, I know. I know the whole crowd were booing, but <laughs> the thing that I remember, I mean, there's a few things I remember from that meet, but the main one was just the stands were packed. Yeah. Like you, it was like going to a footy game. You know, you had to get your tickets, you had to sit in the right spot. And, and I, I I've kind of felt over the years that that's been lacking and, yeah, you know, I don't want to upset anybody, but I feel like sometimes, you know, we're not getting pushed in the right direction either for yeah. that to eventuate. And yeah, um, I kind of got tired of being a part of the problem and just sitting back and whinging, you know, with the other coaches yeah. or the other people like, Oh, yeah. look, they should have done this. They should have done that. I thought, yeah. well, stuff that I might actually try and 
do something that you know um, helps and yeah. uh, and and so we started and it started with Jess Shipper and it just so happened that I don't know how mate but she was a friend on my Facebook like <laughs> I, just, I just looked and like, I'm friends with Jess Shipper okay yeah I don't know how that happened but <laughs> you know it's stuff I'm gonna try and then yeah. and she was you know they, and they've all been um, brilliant mate with their time and um, I think the only time they ever don't answer is if they just don't see it so if, if you know any athlete legend or uh, especially the juniors I'm starting to talk to a little bit now too if they see yeah. it they reply and it's always positive and yeah let's do it and and away we go but yeah it was born out of frustration mate that and and it's sort of um you know especially in isolation times taken on a life of its own and, and people are mm. really getting behind it now which is great and who knows where it it goes I mean this isn't something I planned for or something that I've trained yeah. for I, you know I have the stopwatches I know how to get a rate and, uh, and get a few splits yeah. for you and <laughs> stuff like that but you know for me this was uh, I guess just something that I think I wanted to hear out there if that makes yeah. sense like yeah. I was sitting back going I wish there was something like this and then I just thought stuff it maybe I could just do it yeah and then there is something out yeah. there like this yeah yeah, and uh, you, you talk to predominantly swimmers on your podcast and ex-swimmers and ex-Olympians mm. and whatnot. Mm. Who are you trying to target uh, when you did start up? Was it, you know, for the general swimming community, for swimming fans, for coaches? It's interesting because I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed in terms of marketing and where yeah. things are going. And and I think the more we do it, the more I learn. So um, to give you an example, I did a couple of interviews with uh, so age group superstars. So Lani yeah. Pallister up on uh, the sunny coast in Queensland and Sam Short up in Brisbane. And they've actually been the two biggest downloaded episodes this season. Oh, wow. So, probably, all their, probably all their mates just going. Well, exactly. All their grandmas yeah. and, you know, the aunties. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. at the same time, it, it just goes to show that there was an appetite for our younger athletes to listen to a podcast about swimming but yeah. they wanted to hear from athletes that they, they race or, yeah. you know, that they know around pool deck and it's not a slide against Michael. I've had some of, you know, swimming's royalty on my podcast yeah. and I'm super lucky to have it, but you know, I'll give you an example. I had Gian Rooney on, we did a two part series, Gian Rooney and you know, she was, brilliant yeah. and was it like a three hour yeah in total or something? Yeah. yeah i could tell you <laughs> lots of stories lot, about Robbie. why that kept going but yeah it, it was i ended up being late to get onto pool deck and start coaching oh no we just kept talking so <clears throat> had my boss knocking at the door like robbie you've got to get out here yeah. um but yeah i did one with gian rooney and and i was you know trying to i've always tried to get my swimmers to listen and i always say don't listen because of me because you know it's not about me and i don't want if i could black my voice out and you could just hear the answers i yeah. would i would do that yeah so you know listen for the swimmers and one of my swimmers said oh did you who did you do one one uh Hooney rooney was it Hooney rooney <laughs> i said her name is gian rooney <laughs> so anyway i won't tell you what i called him after that but yeah, right. that just goes to show like that you know the teenagers today whilst they do have a respect for the the legends of, yeah. of yesteryear they probably don't hold them in the same esteem that i do because i grew up in that era yeah so yeah it's been interesting as you know going back to your question just learning about where it's geared to and you know, I'm starting to do a lot more with, with the juniors. So I've got Joseph Hampson coming up soon from yeah, Knox, well, yeah. um, Charlie Brown coming up soon from, from Manly and, and they were brilliant. Um, and I'm looking forward to, you know, the younger guys getting to listen to their stories and, yeah. and hopefully that resonates with them and what they're going through. And I think it was to do with that. It was, <clears throat> you know, I wanted the swimmers to have something to listen to 
that the footballers get to listen to. Do you yeah. know what I mean? There's so much of NRL and, and Fox Sports. You know, if, you, yeah. if you're a footy player, there's so much around for you to learn yeah. from. Yeah. And swimming, there just wasn't. And I, I wanted to give the swimmers something like that. I wanted to give the parents something that I think they could learn from as well. Yeah. Um, and, you know, no offense to the, to the parents. And there's some brilliant parents and everyone just wants um, what's best for their kid. But ultimately, yeah. I think when you, when you hear stuff that Libby Trickett went through or uh, Michael Klim or Brett Hawke or these yeah. sort of guys, you kind of go, oh, okay, that's what my kid's going through right now. Yeah. Whereas, you know, teenagers aren't the best at communicating. So, yeah. I think it sort of gives them an insight as well. Um, I've, you know, I've got some great feedback from coaches as well, from lessons that, that they're picking up from it. Um, and personally for me, mate, it's professional development. You know, there's all these webinars that they're doing at the moment and people say, oh, you're going to get on. Are you going to get on? I said, mate, I'm talking to Bob Bowman today. I don't need yeah. to get on. I've got my own <laughs> webinar that I'm about to do myself. I just want to with Bob Bowman That's and, and cool. start and start writing. So yeah, yeah it's been brilliant. I've only listened to a handful of podcasts and, you know, I'm already hooked. Like mm. I listened to the one with, with, with um, Woody, with Brad Woodward and Matt yep. Wilson, the little um, catch up, which, yeah, we'll, yeah. which we'll get to soon. But I think it really appeals to me because I'm in that era where, you know, that, that late mid to late nineties um, born era where like I grew up with those swimmers and my parents were fans of those swimmers, but mm. also these new swimmers as well. Like I'm caught in the mid ground. I think that yeah. really appeals. So you might have a, a really uh, strong viewing audience or listening audience in the twenties. So there you go. Um, I'll write that down. Yeah. Good market towards the twenties. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, you mentioned that you had all these youngsters and superstars mm. as well. How do you choose which ones to talk to just whoever's available? Or do you have a system? Uh, I'd love to tell you I have a system. I really don't. <laughs> Um, I, I guess at the beginning, if we go back to the beginning, it was yeah. who I could get my hands on in terms yeah. of, you know, I said Jess Shipper was in my friends list on Facebook by s somehow. Um, Daniel Tranta, I used to coach when I'm not going to take any responsibility for his career that he went <laughs> on to have or the Commonwealth Games gold medal. But, you know, when he was a young fellow, I, I coached him and he was a part of Campbelltown. So, you know, I've, I'm good friends with him. Um, Ryan Roche was the same, you know, yeah. but going back then and, and Tim Hodge, you know, I trained and, and coached with his coach. So yeah. at, at, the, at the beginning, it was about that. Um, and then, you know, it's slowly morphed into, you know, a little bit more planning now in terms of, okay, well, I want to make sure we're getting, you know, the, the people who are on the Dolphins team so that, yeah. you know, the swimmers out there are getting to yeah. listen to their idols. Um, I want to get, you know, in terms of the juniors, you know, it sounds super creepy, but I went through like last year's, um, you know, nationals results and, yeah. and who were the top swimmers and yeah. who were consistently the top, you know, who, yeah. who were always on the podium that week. And yeah. And that's kind of how I came up with, you know, Joseph and, and, and Charlie yeah. and yeah. And that um, kind of highlights like who's going to be coming through the ranks soon, you mm. know, like, you know, if Joey wins Olympic gold in a couple of years time or Elijah or something like that, you'd be like, you know, first interview was with me, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of like that, like not so much that, but just, I wanted, you know, the people out there, especially the fans of the show who are more in terms of, you know, Michael Clement listening yeah. to that and they go, Oh, okay. Charlie Brown, let's listen to Charlie. And then, yeah. you know, fast forward down the track and Charlie's, you know, winning a, a Commonwealth games gold medal yeah. you know, in the 400 IM and people are going, Oh, I remember, you know, Robbie said on the, on yeah. the show like yeah. four years ago that this was going to happen. Yeah. Um, and they're great kids too, to have on, like if nothing else, it's a great chat. Um, I think it, it gives great exposure to those guys as well. 
And, you know, I think so much these days is, is done around marketing for our top athletes. And when I say yeah. top, it's like a handful, right? So, yeah. And, and yeah. No, no, you know, nothing against them. They deserve it. They earned it. But yeah. at the end of the day, if there's a big pay packet coming, it's usually going to, to Kyle or, or Kate or, yeah. you know, someone like that. So I think yeah. part of the show for me, I'd love to be able to be start making money on the show that I can forward on to those guys as guests. Yeah. You don't go on the footy show without getting paid, right? Yeah. They always get paid. So yeah. I'd love to have, you know, Charlie come on the show and then at the end go, Oh, what's your, you know, bank details and her go, huh? Like I'm, just, <laughs> yeah. I'm about to forward you 200 bucks and, yeah. and start to give back to the sport that, you know, I think these guys and you see it yourself, mate, you, you do some coaching and, and yeah. you get to talk to the athletes as well. You know, they put a lot into it. So I think it's important that the sport gives back. Um, yeah. I think, Sometimes it's, it's such a, a sport that just takes, takes, takes and doesn't uh, give an awful lot. Yeah. As I've said before, swimming is like a cruel mistress. Like yeah, yeah. so beautiful, but she is a pain and she's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so along with your normal interviews uh, with this whole COVID-19 situation going on, you start these catch-up editions. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Um, it was just out of, and we'll go into it in a second. You know, I had that break. Uh, yeah. for a couple of years and I hadn't spoken to these guys for, for a long time. And um, I knew when we did the interviews with, with Matt and, and Brad and Taylor and, and Jake um, that, I, you know, I got along really well with them and we, they, they were really good interviews that I enjoyed. Yeah. So I thought, well, at the moment um, in terms of the podcast I'm doing always at the beginning, we're just having a quick chat and I always try to keep it quick because I don't want to harp on about COVID-19 because it's yeah, yeah. hear enough of it on the TV. But yeah. I think it's important that we still touch on it. And there's a lot of people out there listening to see, you know, what they're doing at home with their, with their gym program or, yeah. um, you know, outside of that and, you know, yeah. what games are they playing? Stuff like that. So yeah. 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 Just and get, and get, get ideas as well from like what they're doing as well. Yeah. hundred percent, you know, and, and not everyone is doing the exact same thing. If, if you live near the coast, which you said you get to still go to the beach and stuff, yeah. you know, there's swimmers out there still having a splash. Like they really haven't left the water. They're still being, swimming it's not the same yeah. but they've, they've been in water where yeah. you know if you live where i live which is in western sydney out in the sticks the, you, you know you walk around you're seeing sheep i'm, I'm not yeah. seeing beaches <laughs> so you know you, it's it's different so i i thought it was interesting to catch up with those guys and they were always you know brilliant with their time and, and they were more than happy to do it and it was just a, a quick interview. It was, I think it was only about 15 to 20 minutes each, mm. but yeah, it was, it was main reason was just to catch up and see what they're up to. What are they doing in isolation? Um, how are they staying fit and, and how are they staying connected? You know, we, yeah. we're doing zoom today. This is all new to me in terms of, I had no idea we could do this type of stuff before, <laughs> you know, coronavirus. So yeah. Um, I just, yeah, the catch up was just um, to see what those guys were up to yeah. as well. And especially I think so much, you know, I do interviews with, with people that are usually from Queensland, to be honest. Yeah. A lot of the Australian team is from Queensland or WA. And yeah. um, I thought it was important for me to get the boys on and, and talk to some New South Wales yeah. swimmers so that, you know, the, the swimmers here are getting to hear from their idols as well. Yeah. No, excellent. Um, now you touched on uh, that you had a bit of a break. Um, now I know the story of this and I heard the podcast of it. Um, just briefly, could you just tell us why you had a bit of a break between seasons? Well, the, the easy answer is I could just say my daughter, but <laughs> that's, that doesn't really tell you the, the story. Um, so my wife was pregnant and um, we, I was coaching up in Queensland um, at Albany Creek Swim Club, which, you know, 
I've got to give a big rap to. It's probably half the reason why I'm able to do what I'm doing today and have the confidence mm. to do what I'm doing today was my work with Richard Slight there at, at Albany Creek and the athletes there. But once my wife was pregnant, we'd always said that we'd come back to Sydney because my family are here, her family here, and it was just going to work out easier for our first child to be around family. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so in a perfect world, right, I would move back to Sydney, get everything set up, uh, and then my wife would move down and, and have Charlie in Sydney. And then everyone lives happily ever after in a nice white house with a picket fence out the front. Yeah. But uh, life has shown me that that doesn't actually happen that way. So um, what had happened was I was fortunate enough to, to get the gig at St. George Swim Clubs out at Bexley Aquatic Centre. Um, and um, just through, you know, great circumstances in terms of, you know, my best mate, George, was the assistant coach. There at the time, Sharon was the head coach who was moving on. And I used to train with Sharon um, at, at Campbelltown. So, you know, she also, you know, recommended me and the work I'd been doing at Albany Creek. So mm. anyway, so I moved down and I started coaching there in, in August. Um, and as I said, the idea was to get everything set up in terms of the house and, and have everything settled. Yeah. Um, but a month later, I think it was 25th of September, uh, my wife went into very, very early labor and Charlie was born 14 weeks early. Wow. So um, I was actually on pool deck at the time coaching. Um, I even remember we were doing a kick set. So I, I can remember everything. Oh. Um, and, and I just, yeah, I remember uh, our, you know, our good friend, Jess, who was living with us, um, just called me and said, so Char um, Alicia just had the baby. And I was like, she what, huh? Hang on a second. What was that? <laughs> and then the next thing I grabbed my bags and, and, and mate, I was running and I was off. So um, to fast forward the story, Charlie was in hospital for 105 days. I wow. think. Um, oh, you know, and, and the, the nurses and the doctors did a brilliant job with her and, um, you know, it's only now that I look back and sort of pat myself and my wife on the back and say, we did a great job through that too. Cause you know, each day you just sort of go with the flow, but, um, I kind of threw everything in terms of coaching and, and podcasting and everything like that, mate, out the window and, and kind of put it all into perspective. I mean, yeah. I was fortunate enough that, um, my employer blue fit, um, you know, straight away just said, you take the time you need and, and don't stress, you know, your yeah. job is here. Cause for me, like I'd only been there for a month. So I was like, Oh no, what is going to happen? Yeah, here? Yeah. Um, but you know, they said, you know, and fortunate enough for me, you know, your job's here, just look after your family. And, uh, so I did. So I stayed up in Brisbane for about six weeks. And then slowly started coming back to Sydney and I, I ended up doing between um, October and December, I'd do three days in Sydney coaching yeah. and then I'd fly back to Brisbane and spend Thursday to Sunday in Brisbane and wow. then I'd fly back to Sydney on a Sunday <laughs> night flight. And then, and I did that for like, yeah, about three months. Jeez. Um, Can you claim that on tax? Uh, I will this time around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so, and, and to be honest, that was the podcast stuff was the furthest from my mind at that yeah. stage, just because yeah. I was trying to, you know, make sure I was coaching, but also make sure I was there for my, my daughter and my wife, especially yeah. being in hospital. You just never knew what was going to happen. She had, mm. don't want to say she had a rocky road in hospital, but she had like some bleeds on the brain and holes in her heart. Yeah. Wow. Well. Just little yeah. things that you were waiting to see if things had cleared up. And half yeah. the time I was in Sydney coaching when we were finding out news. So that was hard, but 
Um, fortunately enough for me, you know, Charlie is, um, takes after her mum and is super tough and strong. And now she's actually in the house screaming. I can hear her throwing a tantrum. <laughs> um, so, you know, she's, she was killing it again and, and doing really well. And I, you know, kind of just had the itch to get back into the, the podcast stuff again. And people had sort of said to me, like, when are you going to do that stuff again? The podcast, those interviews are really good. And yeah. I think for me, and I don't probably for yourself too, like once you do it and you put it out there, like I retain the information that I spoke to people yeah. about, but it's kind of like, all right, it's out there now and I keep going on. Yeah. So when people sort of say to me, oh, you know, it was really good. I kind of I don't really expect it. I'm like, oh, okay. Thank you. Like, yeah. If that makes sense. So once I heard people wanted to hear it again too, I was kind of like, okay, all right, let's, let's get this happening. So yeah, away we went. Yeah, no, hundred percent agree. I know we just did a mother's day special and I chatted to my mum, and mm. the amount of feedback we got from that is incredible. It's kind of like putting perspective now, like, Oh, like we're doing something good. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sitting in my garage in my bar area. So like once it leaves here, I don't know where it goes. Yeah. So, you, know, you, you know, you look on the statistics and there's people like in America or England, right? Listening to it. And it doesn't, I guess, click to me that there could be someone in, you know, California sitting in their home, yeah. listening to my voice going, yeah, oh, I like this. To me, it's yeah. like, okay. What's Being a number one you? fan with like a, <laughs> like a Robbie Cox photo on his shirt. Going, yeah. <laughs> I tell my wife, one day there will be off the blocks groupies. So just watch out for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get back on track. Um, yes. <laughs> so I know we said we don't really want to talk about that much, but the COVID-19 mm. situation. Um, I know for our podcast, I'm actually getting more done now. How's mm. it been for you? Are you getting more done? Are you getting less done more guests less guests uh mate 100 percent more um it's just it's gone crazy in terms of um you know people's want for content out there is is just a lot more so i and i mean i think i would be super lazy at the moment if i wasn't putting a lot more out there because yeah. people do want more i don't really have much to do i don't know about yourself but i'm not coaching yeah. I'm not, other than the sort of zoom training sessions we're doing a few times a week i'm not doing that much so um i i've certainly got the time to do it so yeah it's gone heaps like this week i'll just give you a quick example i've got my list in front of me i've got um, travis marnie today um mina atherton tomorrow yeah right. Um, clyde lewis and daniel kowalski on thursday and oh, then patria thomas on friday <laughs> as well as doing a, a new south wales um chat for the coaching connection with with shannon rollison so yeah it's it's yeah it's going nuts for me at the moment my my wife thinks i come out here just to sit at the bar and have a few drinks but <laughs> you know, to me it's like a full-time job at the moment yeah. it's, it's full on and um i know you know for yourself you would understand the research that goes into you know, putting these together yeah. isn't easy. Yeah. Um, and, and each one's got to sound slightly different. I, I mean, I don't know, you know, what you do and what other podcasters do, but I try and keep a fairly similar theme along each yeah. podcast. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I want to make sure my research is, is spot on. And, yeah. um, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't take just a little bit of time. That <laughs> takes a lot of time. So yeah. it's, it's really blown up. Um, the interviews themselves are fantastic. Um, and I've really been enjoying it. And it's not actually work. It doesn't feel like work. Like yeah. sit, even sitting here chatting to you now could be, we could be at a coffee shop somewhere yeah. just yeah. chatting about this. So, um, you know, I enjoy that part. Definitely the thing that's picked up a lot more for me has been the background work. So all yeah. of the research and making sure I've got everything ready and then, 
as I said, Daniel Kowalski was supposed to be on Monday, but he couldn't make it. So he's like, I can do Thursday. So I'm like, you don't say no to Daniel Kowalski. Yeah, so I'm like, exactly okay, right. I'll fit you in with Clyde Lewis. And then I've got to make sure I've got all of that right. And yeah, yeah it just makes things a little bit more difficult, but yeah. it's been exciting. I know I can kind of tell that yeah, the, the similar theme, but, but also the dirt that you try and get on the Australian team. I watched <laughs> the, uh, I, I listened to the uh, Tommy Fraser Holmes one yeah. um, and trying to get them to see, you know, who, what roommate they wouldn't be in quarantine with yeah. and, and all that dirt that you get on them. I mean, they're too nice too. Like I, oh. it's all a tongue in cheek question, right? Like if someone said to me, you know, what coach have you worked with that you, you know, you wouldn't want to share a room with, I'd say Richard Slight cause he farts too much <laughs> and, you know, he, he doesn't like wearing clothes very often. <laughs> you know, like it's easy for me to say that cause we're mates and it's a bit of a laugh, but I, yeah. you know, I think for these guys, um, you know, they're so nice and a lot of the swimmers, you know, are genuinely so close that they don't want to upset each other. But yeah. at the same time, I think something that I've been trying to do, and I know you would be trying to do, I, I like those uh, lunch with lock sessions that you do on the yeah. New South Wales swimming um, page and, is just trying to bring a bit more character out of the swimmers. Yeah. Um, I think that does lack, and it's not the swimmers' fault, and I don't blame the swimmers. I think it's, it's media's fault. It's also, you know, the governing body's fault for, I guess, sanitizing everything. Because if you look back to when we swam, um, when I, you know, used to love swimming in terms of, you know, Thorpey and Grant Hackett and Susie, yeah. and they were characters as well. They were larger-than-life yeah. characters. Yes, they killed it in the pool, but you know, I think what resonated with me more than anything was there were characters. And I think the fact that they've all gone on to be like TV personalities shows yeah. that. Um, and I think for me, I want to try and bring that back to swimming as well so that the swimmers get to hear, you know, people joking around and, and a bit of banter between, you know, the swimmers and stuff like yeah. that. And I know sometimes, and you would hear it yourself that they're a bit worried that they don't want to upset yeah. a sponsor or they don't want to upset swimming Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's probably why they're cautious about those questions. Whereas yeah. I'm a bit um, mischievous and I just like to try and get the questions yeah. out of, get the answers yeah. out of them. Yeah, no, I'm a hundred percent. I know like when we're on deck for swimming New South Wales, I think it's good, you know, you know, me being a former swimmer and knowing everyone and, you know, I don't really have any shame and mm. sense of embarrassment. So, no. you know, just, yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so hopefully we're back in the water, uh, you know, swimming and coaching the next month or so. Fingers crossed. Uh, yeah, fingers crossed. So a bit of action will be going on. So what's in the store for 2020? Is it a bit of a, you're not, not sure or you have it planned or? In terms of the podcast? Yeah. Um, I, I have a rough plan. I'll, I'll be honest with you. So um, a part of my, I guess, method to the madness of, of doing so many interviews is that I, I want to get to my 50th, which, um, you know, even though we're only up to like 18, 17 and 18, that'll come out today and tomorrow. Yeah. Um, in the background, in the computer, I've, I've got up to about, you know, I think it's about 40 or 42 or something like yeah. that now. So yeah. um, I, I want to get to the 50th episode and then I kind of want to have a break, which I think will time really well with um, everything that's happening to do with swimming. Because obviously my coaching pays the bills. Yeah, um, and I need to make sure I'm doing a good job at that as well. Otherwise, yeah. everyone on pool deck will be like, "Oh, there's Robbie. His great podcast. What about coaching? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he goes all right." <laughs> so I, I need to make sure that's keeping up um, yeah. with everything as well. So I think, yeah, a little. When I say break, it won't be the same break as I had before. That's for sure. 
Um, and then what I want to do is um, come back for season three and have a digital platform, which you guys have started to do, yeah. which is brilliant. Um, I think it's been a long time coming and, and probably mate, it's my own insecurities of being on camera. That's probably held it back. I know yeah, the right, swimmers yeah. don't have anything to hide or worry about. You yeah. Know, they jump on there. They look brilliant. Um, it's probably my big fat head that I've been a bit worried about putting it. It's a head for radio. It's not a head for TV. Oh, I'm with you, mate. I'm with you. Not with, it. Not with my nose. Come on. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I feel like we've sort of forced our hand here that we need to get into digital. So I'll, I want to, you know, bring everything back in season three that, yes, it's out there on, on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, but it'll also be on YouTube and, and Vimeo. And um, I've also got a, already got a few lined up for that for season three, which start with some pretty big names which i'm excited about and um but it certainly won't be as regular as it has been yeah. now in terms of like i think this yeah. week i'm putting out three um i think i've decided in about three weeks for my birthday week i'm doing an episode every day just because yeah. I've, I've got that many lined up and yeah my biggest worry is that it, they won't be relevant so we'll get to like i'll be putting one out there with um say Clyde Lewis in September going, so how's life in quarantine? And, you know, he's already swimming and he's been training for three months, but yeah, yeah. An out of date, you know, yeah. um, interview. So I kind of want to make sure everything's relevant. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, it basically that's the plan. Um, whether that works or not, I'm not sure. But as I said, yeah. mate, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. I'm just flying by the seat of my pants with all this yeah. stuff, to be honest. <laughs> no, I'm with you, mate. Have you already recorded that one with Clyde? No. So Clyde will be on Thursday. Yeah. Um, uh, I've got Travis Marnie today, which will be yeah, okay. um, exciting. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Clyde Lewis, he is... I've never seen someone in marshalling go from the biggest jokester and the nicest guy to an absolute beast like it, like oh my goodness i remember short course nationals 2017 uh, we were in marshalling for the final of the 4im and i went how you going clyde and he goes man i'm really good and then yeah. as soon as we started to walk out it was like it was actually scary i was in lane zero thank <laughs> god but like i was like oh my goodness this is scary and he ended up going like 405 or something like that, something ridiculous so I'll tell you something else I'm interested in talking to Clyde about is um, his name has been brought up quite a lot in terms of best dancer on the team. So I don't know how many of the interviews you've listened to. We get to the end, I kind of go, you know, funniest person on the team, best, biggest pest. And I always say uh, best dancer on the team is, and a lot of the time people have said Clyde Lewis. So apparently he can cut a rug. There you go. There you go. Well, Robbie, where do we hear, you said it before, Apple, Spotify, Anywhere else that we can hear your podcast? If I'm honest with you, I have no idea where else it goes. Um, <laughs> I found iHeartRadio the other day, and apparently it's on there somewhere. Oh, so really? I, don't, I don't put it on there. I don't know how it got on there. <laughs> um, I, you know, basically make sure it's on Apple Podcasts, which I think is where most people uh, yeah. get their podcasts from these days. I made sure it was on Spotify because, you know, just to give uh, the Samsung people uh, a run. Um, but other than that, mate, yeah, it could be anywhere. I have no idea where it pops up, but it's, it's definitely on those two platforms, that's for sure. And as I said, season three, I'll be definitely looking at making sure we're on YouTube and, and Vimeo and getting the, the visual out there with yeah. my big head. Hopefully it doesn't turn people off. We'll yeah. see what we can do. Maybe yeah. between then and, and, and now, mate, I can maybe put a training program together and try and tidy myself up. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> now, just behind you, you have a Socceroos shirt there. Mm. Is that uh, 05? 
Mate, I'll be honest with you. I'm not too sure. I got it from a, um, a charity auction. So I like yeah. to make sure if I go to the charity, if I've got enough money, that is. If I go to the, <laughs> the charity auctions, I get. So the, the other one I've got here is a Kelly Slater Rashi as yeah. well. Um, and that is a Socceroos jersey. I'm not too sure when it's from, though. I've got to be honest with you. But I've got a Knights jersey over there signed. And Yeah. Um, I just put this stuff up because originally I used to do the, the podcast from my room. And then the New South Wales coaching connection thing started and, and John yeah. Shaw said, we're going to do it on, on video as well on zoom. And I was like, Oh, I don't want to do it with my bed in the background yeah. and yeah. clothes everywhere. <laughs> so came down here and set it up and I looked behind me, oh, the walls are pretty bare. So I saw yeah. a few people on TV and on Fox sports when they were doing theirs, they had um, some memorabilia and things behind yeah, them. So I thought stuff, it was a good idea to at like least that. keep it interesting. If they don't want to see my head, they can look past me and, and see what's what's on the wall. <laughs> oh, all right, uh, Robbie, you are a pioneer of swimming podcasts in Australia. Thank you so much for coming on Swim Dot Rocks. Enjoy your day, mate. Mate, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. And as I said, I, I've enjoyed the chat, mate. It hasn't actually felt like an interview. It's felt like just us <laughs> catching up for a coffee and having a chat. So, mate, keep going with what you guys are doing as well. I think it's important. Um, you know, I spoke to Bobby Hurley the other day. He, he just emailed me and, and said, you know, he was... Yeah loving what we were doing on off the blocks. And, and I said, you know, keep doing what he's doing. And he's only got a couple of episodes out, but I think it's important um, that we support each other. And the most important thing is that there is swimming content out there. It doesn't yeah. matter whose swimming content it is. The, yeah. the most important thing that there is and that the swimmers have people to, to look up to um, that the parents have people to listen to as well. And that, yeah. you know, who knows? Uh, I'd love to see this on picked up by channel seven at some stage in terms of, you know, a show on there that swimmers are on there. Um, yeah. I've been trying to keep in contact with a few of the athletes that I've been talking to. Um, and, and uh, you know, are they interested if we ever did get to that road of coming on and, and yeah. doing a panel, you know, and, yeah. and things like that. I think what you do yeah. in New South Wales swimming is brilliant too, mate. I think that should be probably broadcast more, to be honest, in terms mm. of Swimming Australia and people should be putting that out there a bit more. So, mm. mate, we've got to keep going. But yeah, loving what you guys are doing and thank you very much for having me on. What a chat that was. And Robbie and I actually went on for another 45 minutes talking about everything podcast and swimming related. And it was an amazing opportunity to have him on the show. If you are a swimming person who stays dry, I want to remind you about our digital community. If you would like to join, head over to community.swim.rocks and follow the prompts. Thank you everyone for listening to this podcast. I hope you all stay healthy, stay safe and stay dry.